TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the Sultan of Salt. He's the co-founder <laughs> of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, Damo. Oh, hello, Marcus. How are you? That's just terrible. That isn't was pretty it? funny. But, I did chuckle. But, yeah, because you know what I'm going to ask you. But before I ask you all these questions, mm. I want to tell you and everyone else that this episode is very, very excitedly brought to you by the 2016 Greek Island Ikaria Longevity Retreat. Damo and I and a group of others are going over to Ikaria in June 2016. We'd love you to join us. If you want to find out all about it, go to www.100notout.com for this very intimate retreat. Can't wait. Remember when now, we first started talking about it, we used to call it Ik- Ikaria? You did. I'm not going to say I, I did. did. I'm pretty sure. I might. I've got go all the recordings. I might go back. To the old episodes. Ikaria. Uh, I think I, I'm still trying to teach Sarah how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> go to Ikaria. And then when we interviewed Paul Bergamo, oh. he gave it a good ripping. He was like, Ikaria. He can roll that tongue of his. He, he can roll it. Gets the arse cranking. Yeah, which is I've been able to do learning my French back in the day. Just cannot do it now. Damo, speaking of tongues rolling, yeah. I've got lots of questions for you. Okay, my beautiful Sarah, remember when I was a guest interviewer, a guest co-host on the Wellness Guys? Yeah, remember that. Just you and I, we yeah. had fun, didn't we? Yeah, that was good. Gee, that was some of the best episodes days, of the Wellness Guys. Days, days. Those were the days. We interviewed Tyler Tolman. Remember that. I do, very much so. And uh, I really loved what Tyler was talking about. And Sarah and I, many years ago, went and saw Tyler's dad, Don Tolman, speak. And, oh, that's uh, what I wanted to talk about today. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad that you – okay, good. All right. So we've got a few things to talk yeah, about. We do. So Don has a lot of great things to say. And I think what you're going to say, what you are going to say is Don has a few funny things to say as well. But I love, I love, I do love a lot of what Tyler does and and says. And um, my wife Sarah loves uh, a lot of what Tyler says as well. Don's and, got a good hat, hasn't he? And Mo has his. Tyler, Don has a great hat, and and Tyler's I think trying to grow some kind of goatee. Something. But anyway, uh, Sarah's been doing. Remember, he was talking about the colon. He does a colon cleanse, so you put it. He's got this powdery substance, and you have it for four days. It's bentonite got clay. Bentonite clay yeah. and. Uh, chia seeds and psyllium and anyway, anyway. Sounds like silly's no more gaps. Yeah, absolutely. So Sarah did it for four days and there was some left over. So I thought I'm going to do it for two days because <laughs> there was a bit left over. But, um, TMI, TMI. I just took this stuff, didn't have any other food, mm-hmm. just took this colon cleanse. But at the end of it, uh, there was a recommendation, not an instruction. He was very clear to say you do not have to do this. But if you are willing do a salt flush. And I was like, what's this salt flush? And it's a litre of water with a tablespoon of good salt. Are we talking good salt or Epsom salt? No, well, recommendation is, is normally pink salt. Yeah, Himalayan. So nothing right. store-bought, like nothing, nothing, no iodized, you know, just sodium chloride. Pink salt. We had Celtic sea salt in the house, so we did Celtic sea salt. But there's a bit of dubious, you know, concern. Do it, do it how the Irish do. Very good. So anyway, Sarah did this. Sarah did the salt flush, right, after her fourth day. And I'm just going to be very clear here. She got rid of a lot of stuff. Things came was, screaming out. 
incredible. I could not believe it. <laughs> and I will just tell everyone listening right now, pretty close, Sarah and I. So, like, she invited me. Up. I had a look. I, oh, I come I, on. Because I, <laughs> I knew Damo would have been interested. So, Damo had a look. I was joking. <laughs> and it was, it was the, the best 25 cents Sarah could spend. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, my God. I take, I, take, I, I respect what you and Cindy Amira do. You both talk about what everyone else is thinking about, and now I'm talking about what people think about. Oh, it's true. It's true. It's good. Good on you. Good on you. But it's funny. I hope everyone's laughing right now. <laughs> it's a good laugh of the day. So when I had a look. Incredible. I was like, I'm doing this. So... As you do, I feel, I feel about a week later, I did my two-day cleanse, and then I did a salt flush at night. <laughs> it was the worst thing I ever did. <laughs> I was in so much pain, but I realized now I'd been eating. I'd had a salad for dinner, so I wasn't doing it on an empty stomach. Sarah had been, like, not eating anything. I'd had, I'd had salad. I'd had a few sultanas. I was just <laughs> – I, <laughs> I was there going, what have I done? Sarah was like googling, like, why is my husband in pain? It was like best to do a soul flush on an empty stomach, and I was like, and it was best to do it first thing in the morning, and I was like, big cross, big cross. You had no gravity. It was like trying to give birth, lying on your back. That's yeah. That's what you've yeah. done. I was killed over Sarah. I was like drinking hot lemon water. Sarah was giving me like a head rub, telling me like all these soothing thoughts about the right. universe and the world, and I'm great. And the next contraction push. I, was, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I felt like I was having a baby. <laughs> well, it, but there's a couple of things that that yeah, anyway. You keep going. Tell the story, and then I will chime in. So Sarah, Sarah passed it all in like half an hour. Two hours later, I'm like still keeled over, thinking like I'm going to die, but knowing that I'm not. It was just salt and water, you know. So I knew it was okay, but I was just being a pussy, and I was <laughs> taking it well at all. And um, anyway, so at the end of the day, it all worked out beautifully. I, um, I actually, what I was really curious about was Sarah – like the whole reason for doing her cleanse was she just had a bloated belly and it wasn't, and uh, she's also had parasite. I've got a parasite. I was telling you about this. So doing like this parasite cleanse and she lost all of this. Um, she lost like five centimeters off her belly. Like it was an instantaneous before and after she was bloated and then she wasn't bloated like pre flush post flush. Now, now, before you race out and buy pink salt, listen to all the instructions because people are going to be going, ah, salt, that's all I'm going to do. But there's a whole lot of stuff. Don't go doing this straight away. Listen to the whole episode. So, uh, yeah, so so she lost, uh, yeah, like, you know, instantaneous. But then she was going on a juice cleanse, like, the next day. And uh, so she's been, like, so she hasn't, like, her belly's flat. Yeah, it'd be, like, flat. It'd be reverse. It'd be, like, reverse curve, concave. I did the cleanse. I did the salt flush on a Sunday night. And then I woke up. The Monday <laughs> on the Sunday night, I lost. I went from eighty-seven to eighty-two uh, centimeters through my belly, and I was like, "This is the best thing ever." Who's going to go and spend eighty bucks on a colonic when you can do this <laughs> yep, yep. and actually go through your small intestine and your large intestine mm-hmm. and out the other end in the right in the direction? Right direction, mm-hmm. and you would know more about this. But it's something like because of the ratios 
the kidneys don't deal with it and it doesn't go into the bloodstream. It all just goes through you and it takes out all the other stuff with it. So it's just like nature's colonic. And I was like, this is awesome. I'm going to do this all the time. Anyway, woke up the next morning and um, I had um, my eggs. No, I actually just had greens, sauteed greens for breakfast. Nice. nice. Uh, kale, cabbage, yeah, yeah. mushrooms, zucchini, oil, salt. And I put, I bloated like straight away. And my view, and this is just a great unknown at the moment with all the experience, but my view is I've still got my parasites and they're working away and they're like, oh, food, let's get into it. And straight away, there's inflammation happening. It's not the food per se. It's not that that was bad food. This is my view and this is what I'd like to actually ask you about. Mm-hmm. Bad food is just that that's just my inflammatory response at the moment. Mm-hmm. So keep on talking. What do you think about that? Well, well that whole that, story was a classic. I loved it. It's amazing. It's probably some of the greatest radio we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love it. I love the honesty. I just can't believe you looked. But anyway, so moving on from that, I'm a bit stuck on that. But you're bloated for a number of reasons. One, your gastrointestinal system has been stripped. Now, there's a particular, there's an amount of loading that takes place throughout the whole of the, the gastrointestinal tract. So your gastrointestinal tract is never, ever really completely emptied unless um, you, you've done a cleanse or it, on the day that you're born. And so th- there's really, there's nothing really um, there for anything else to grow on um, after you've done a cleanse. So when you introduce a whole bunch of stuff, it's not really that you're going to have an inflammatory response, though it kind of is. It's probably more of an immediate response to, oh my gosh, there's something inside me. What do we have to do about it? And so because there hasn't been any kind of loading or any backlog, things move through possibly a little bit faster, uninterrupted, um, un, um, un, unobscured. Un, yeah, would that be the right word? So there's nothing, there's no mounds to climb, so to speak. It can just move through <laughs> with no traffic lights. It's just there. It's like being on a highway or a freeway. And yeah. um, and it's good motorway. And um, but you've you've actually you've the the pace at which things are now moving through and the speed and the purity at which things are now moving through means that your body's going to have a different reaction because you've changed your environment. And so your environment, which is your microbiota, your, your good bacteria, your digestive enzymes, your um, your bile salts, and your gallbladder juice, and all that sort of stuff, um, that's all now got to you know, re-establish itself in the gastrointestinal system. And, and keeping in mind that your bacteria in your gut will grow and and proliferate and colonize on uh, on foods that are inside the tummy. So it's, possi- it's possible and highly likely that it wasn't the parasite that went mental and made you get bloated. It's probably your body going, holy heck, look at all this stuff we've got to get through. Let's Let's just slow things down a little bit and yeah, try right. and try and get a little bit of um, you know a little bit of traffic control going on here because we've just lost things out of here at 100 k's an hour. Let's just slow <laughs> the traffic down a little bit, you know. Put some new speed times up, make it 80 k's an hour, and and we're good. So uh, uh, I think it's probably more just the re-establishment of the flora, re-establishment of the colony. You know, but the other thing is too that vegetables, particularly kale and cauliflower and cabbage, uh, I think yeah. is a cauliflower. Um, Kale, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're hard to break down. Tough. Yes, that's what I was thinking too. But I'm glad you said that. So do you want to know the next chapter? 
I'm just, when I finish my answer. And so, oh, what, right. sorry to talk sorry. over you while you're interrupting. And so, uh, and so, I think that I think that really all it is is just your body's trying to re-establish itself. That's all it is. And so, the bloating will be more of a possible a white blood cell or a histamine response, but not so much an inflammatory response that you know you've triggered some kind of major damage. You know, going inside the body that's become systemic. It'll be yes. a mild kind of little scratch, like a cat scratch on your arm. Um, your body's having a little reaction going, oh, far out, got to do something here. Nice. Great. I love that. Thank you. I'm feeling good about myself now. All right. So then, so Damo, I was like, because Sarah was like, she was doing cleansing. I'm like, I'm not cleansing because I've got plenty going on. The last thing I'm going to be doing whilst I'm working is thinking about my belly. So I just went back to normal. Healthy diet, normal. But I was going to do another salt flush. I was like, that was so good. I'm doing it again. So I got up Saturday morning. On an empty stomach and did my salt flush, yeah. but I'd been reading a bit. I was like, "All right, I'm going to do a you know in the morning on an empty stomach," but then I read doing uh, two tablespoons, two teaspoons instead of one tablespoon. I thought, "Oh, that's going to be better than a tablespoon." So I did that, and I put a little bit of lemon juice in there because I'd read about that too. Oh, that's great, right? And you know what happened? I didn't pass anything. It all stayed in there. That was so annoying because I'm just waiting there. I'm going, no, I feel good. You know, I've had a liter of water with a truckload of salt. I'm courageous, but I'm, you know, like the whole reason why you do it is so you go to the loo. And I didn't. Mm. And I was so annoyed mm-hmm. because I know I'm like, oh, I'm just walking around with this, you know, just holding onto it, which is not a bad thing, you know, retaining the fluid and all those things. Everyone's like, it's, it's not a bad thing. I just wanted bang for my buck. And so I woke up the Sunday morning. And said, I'm doing this again. Back to a tablespoon of salt, <laughs> no lemon juice, empty stomach. Yeah, yeah. And uh, did it again. And uh, lost my five centimeters. And <laughs> <laughs> this time, instead of having greens for breakfast, I thought I'm going to tone it down. I'm going to have a smoothie, half a glass of a smoothie, mind you. What was in it? Uh, with banana, yeah, yeah. Um, avocado, yeah. no, no coconut water, banana, avocado. Sarah made it, so I'm just m- making it up here. But she put a <laughs> superfoods in it, and she put a few almonds in it. And anyway, had a little bloat, and I was like, you know what? It was probably a bit too complex anyway. There were lots of ingredients in the smoothie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so next time I'm going to do my salt flush, I'm just going to have an apple afterwards and see what happens. You'll bloat. You think even an apple will do it? Yep, yep. You, got, you have to. You've got to re-establish everything inside the tummy. So you've got to build up that little bit of backlog. And you've gone from being empty to emptier to even even more emptier. Um, and so your body just is going to try and uh, retain a little bit. So in feast and famine, the body has a response. And in, in, a, in a time when there's famine in the gut, the gastrointestinal system is going to want to take water back in. So at any opportunity it has, it's going to hang on and try and... Manage that sodium and salt balance so that you can actually pull some water back into the digest or through the digestive tract, and um, and just re-establish your hydration status. So I've I've seen people do you know um, colonic irrigation, not 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 necessarily um, like colonic hydrotherapy, but exactly what you're doing with say colon cleanse or magnesium oxide or something like that, and they do it repeatedly. And literally does cause them dehydration, so they end up becoming constipated again. Can't move things because they do it too frequently. And, so hold on, hold on. What is colonic irrigation versus colon hydrotherapy? 
Well, they they often are, are they're interchanged as the same thing. It's kind of like immunisation, vaccination. The words mean different yeah. things, but um, they're often um, said to be the same thing. But um, an irrigation of the gastrointestinal tract or a, a colonic irrigation, um, if it's just colonic, it'll be only the colon. If it's gastrointestinal irrigation, it'll be via the mouth orally all the way through, exactly what you did. Huh. Um, but a, a colonic hydrotherapy um, is, is probably the same. So it's, it's yeah, depending on what word you put first, gastrointestinal yep. irrigation or colonic irrigation, that's probably what I should have made, made better, you know, I suppose more clear. clear. But people do get dehydrated from doing this repeatedly yes. because the, the whole concept, the whole premise of it is to block water absorption in the intestines by creating such an osmotic load that water gets drawn into the cavity of the intestines and washes everything out. Now, when you do that, you don't absorb the water um, that's in, or the bulk of the water, which the whole idea of the colon is to absorb the bulk of the water. You're basically stopping your body from absorbing most of the water that it, is, that it requires. Uh, yeah. So it gets evacuated. If you continue to evacuate, you will cause yourself dehydration. The body will have to respond and it will do what it needs to survive. Remember, we talk about this the intelligence of the body is to survive, and that's why many people are living to a long time because their body wants to live for a long time. So unless yeah. you do a lot of things bad by it or something triggers like a gene triggers and which is you know often a result of poor environment um it's not going to just give up the ghost even to the last breath it still wants to live this is so awesome i love i just uh, selfishly domo i love getting on here and talking to you about these things and hearing your wisdom on all this so i want to know then just before we wrap this up What's your view on like? Because I'm thinking like I've, I've there's there's been people talking about doing salt flushes for, you know, healing. Like they're doing them like every day, and then every second day, and then every third day, and then every fourth day. But I'm like, if I do one of these once a month, yeah, like great, that's nothing wrong with that, is there? No. It's, yeah, it, it, it's like cleaning your car. It's just you're just getting rid of some muck that's just accumulated. That's that's all it is, and there's nothing wrong with doing that. In fact, it's probably really good. It's as good as you know putting a probiotic into your body or eating fermented food. It's one of those things. It's good to clean things out from time to time. Often, when people have gastroenteritis or a gastro bug, they wake they wake up after it's all finished feeling fantastic. And um, yeah. it's because they got rid of all the junk that was in there. It's not a bad thing to go and clean everything out. If you can do it in a controlled environment rather than in a uh, pathological or a parasitic environment, that's way better for you. Just a word of warning, you must do this at home, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and don't pass wind on, on the way to the bathroom. Not often wind. And it's important to take the right amount as well, isn't it, MP? Because oh, please don't be soft here. You've got to take a tablespoon, and it's not a dessert spoon. As we have, I don't know about you, Damo. We have one tablespoon in the house. Yep. We've got heaps of dessert spoons, but I always call them tablespoons. But no, a tablespoon's not. humongous. Humongous. This is the thing. Amber's the same. She calls it a dessert spoon and a tablespoon the same thing. A tablespoon is two times the size of a dessert spoon. Yes. Mm. Yes, and that's something that is not easy to think about, but it is... Um, <laughs> salty water. Well, yeah. it's chalky water because it depends on what you're putting in there. So magnesium oxide, which is also a salt, um, just by itself has a very, very profound effect on gastrointestinal motility. Um, and, and so does Epsom salts and obviously so does Celtic sea salt and pink salt. Anything that's going to be salty enough to stop water from going um, past this very thin mem- membrane called the colon um, will will cause evacuation and... 
it's like a tidal wave. Like we're talking like tsunami at your backside. It's, <laughs> it's massive. So everything plus more. I wasn't going to tell them that, though. <laughs> but so you want to make sure that you've planned it for a weekend um, or a time. Then it's not important that you need to be anywhere because yeah. very often um, it, it's it's delayed. So often the first time you do it, it doesn't happen in yes. three yeah, or five correct. hours. It can correct. happen in eight or nine or ten hours, and you might be in the middle of you know, cheering or jumping up and down at the footy and all of a sudden you get this purge, this urge to purge and uh, you're in trouble. You get, you, you've only got a moment of, of a very small moment of time to make it to the bathroom because water is – most of us don't have a backside that's as tight as a duck and, uh, and, and we're not that watertight so things will get out. Now, before we finish this up, is it – How much fun has this been? Is it, this has been so much fun. I hope everyone's enjoyed it as much as we have. <laughs> now, you were going to say something about Tom and Senior. Yes. Is that for another podcast or do you want to finish I think this so. I just yeah. I want to talk about outrageous claims. Can we talk about outrageous claims? I just want to I talk about, right. about the outrageousness of the cacophony and the BS that gets put on, <laughs> on Facebook and social media and on Google. and. Yeah, but hold on a minute. I'm just going to grill you on this. All I want you to tell me... Uh, we're at 20 minutes. Is that, yeah, I know, but this is just to, to finish up. All I want you to tell me is that whatever you're going to say on outrageous claims, because yeah. we are pure on 100 whatever you're going to say, yep. you would be happy yep. to tell that person in the face yep. Yep. or on the podcast, because yep. yep. we're not saying this from, it's you know, we're not saying it because it's easy to say when uh, we're just here recording. That's right, that's right. What we say on here, we would happily tell anyone. Absolutely. And so we're going to happily say that we think there's some claims being made at the moment are outrageous. And Just because someone blogs about it doesn't make it science. That's what I yep. want to say. And so we'll get into that. Nice one. Damo, thank you for listening. And everyone, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for letting me share about my story, about my poo. <laughs> oh, as always, folks, we would love your feedback, especially on this one. You go to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash 100 not out. Spell it there, though. Uh, we've got plenty of podcasts on The Wellness Couch 16 and growing, including the number one show, The Wellness Guy. So check out thewellnesscouch.com to access all of those. Until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.